This is episode number 164, and today we are continuing with part three of our mini-series on how to make a disciple. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. Hey guys, I hope you've been enjoying this week's episodes. And if you like this format, if you like kind of diving into a topic in greater detail and expanding on it over a series of episodes, definitely let me know by uh, hitting me up over in the Facebook group or if you're uh, a Patreon supporter, just send me a message in Patreon. I would love to get your feedback. But uh, today we're going to dive into part three of the process that I use to make disciples. And so in part one, just to catch you up, we talked about the importance of making a personal connection with the person you're trying to help. And it's not just about transmitting the right information, but it's also about developing a relationship and helping them see you as a normal human being and also as someone that loves them and cares for them and can relate to them. And then yesterday, in part two, we talked about uh, the importance of focusing on Jesus, that when you're helping someone become a disciple, that you want to point them consistently and repeatedly to Jesus, and the importance of diving into the scriptures to let Jesus speak for himself. Um, It's very easy to slip into just repeating the things that you've come to understand and saying it in a matter-of-fact way so that they kind of embrace those same ideas. So you could you could see this play out in a scenario where, like, someone preaches a sermon on Sunday, and they make a really good point that's founded in Scripture, but then when you tell it to somebody else, you don't necessarily give them the context. You just say the fact or the thing or the thought, and then that kind of lives on its own, separate from God's Word. And if you do that repeatedly enough— then people on the receiving end that don't have the context of the Bible are following you. They're following what you say God says instead of actually just going to the source. So we talked about what to focus on as it pertains to Jesus and a really practical way to study that out with someone. So, But once they've gotten to that point where they have made a personal connection with you, they're invested in growing their relationship with God, and they understand what Jesus did for them, it is time to commit, right? And so you have to ask them, are they ready to do whatever it takes to follow Jesus and be reconciled to God? That is the ultimate question. Are they willing to deny themselves and sacrifice in order to follow Jesus? And this is called repentance, this act of denying yourself, changing the course of your life, refocusing the the core uh, part of your life around God. That is repentance. And if there's one critique that I can make about Christianity today, it's the lack of repentance, right? That it's, it's, so, uh, it's so common to see people being sold half of the gospel. And it's definitely an important half, right? We, it, it's the, the common way of teaching about church, at least here in America, 
uh, in the 21st century is that, you know, God takes you where you are, that there's no judgment, that God loves you, that God cares for you, and he wants a relationship with you. And that is totally true. But the part that we leave out is the and that follows that. So it's God takes you where you are and then expects you to change. And so, so this is the repentance aspect of discipleship. And so that's what you'll need to cover next. Because being a disciple means living a new life. That your old life is gone. Your old life devoted to whatever you wanted to focus on is in the past. And your life moving forward is focused on God. And so uh, a really good passage to read through to help someone understand this is Romans 8, 1 through 17. Really, uh, Paul does a good job of kind of breaking what that breaking down what that looks like, living a new life. And just a couple of highlights, things that are really, really important to hit on and focus on in that passage is one, that Jesus is the one that sets you free from sin. It's not about being good enough. It's not about doing enough good things to justify having your sins forgiven. It is a, it is a gift from Jesus and through his sacrifice and resurrection. Um, highlight number two, you cannot continue in your sin and please God. You know, this is where, uh, you know, so often we kind of skirt around the sins that aren't as big of a deal. Like, okay, dude, if you kill someone, that's obviously a sin. But if you just like curse from time to time, or if you're just slightly dishonest, that's socially acceptable in church culture. Paul makes it very clear. You cannot continue living in sin and please God. And so you have to separate those two things. Uh, And then also that you are adopted into God's family, that you're not just a soldier, you're not just a a servant in his household, you are a member of God's household, you are a member of God's family. And this is important for younger Christians, uh, especially coming from a a thought process that, uh, you know, they typically see God as being a reflection of their earthly father. And if even the best father-son or father-daughter relationships are flawed compared to how God views us and how God treats us, right? And so it's so important to emphasize that you are a part of God's family when you become a disciple, that you're not just, you know, a servant or a slave or, you know, that kind of role where you're constantly putting the onus on yourself to prove that you're worthy of staying inside of the circle of grace, so to speak. All right. Um, so, so those are the highlights you want to hit in Romans 8, verses 1 through 17. And the other thing that you want to talk about with this person is that being a disciple requires obedience. It requires it. You cannot be a disciple of Jesus and not obey God's word. And 1 John 2, verses 3 through 6 tell it better than I ever could. So I'll just read it for you, uh, what uh, the Apostle John says in 1 John 2. He says, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So that says it pretty plainly, right? If you claim to be in a relationship with him, to claim to know God, and you don't do what he commands, the Bible says you're a liar, and the truth is not in you. And that might sound harsh, but think about it. You're saying that you have an intimate relationship with the creator of the universe, 
and yet you are not even going to obey the creator of the universe. You're not even going to acknowledge his authority in your life. You're not even going to acknowledge that he knows what's best for you. That that doesn't compute. Does, does that make sense? Like it doesn't even compute that that could be real. So, so you have to obey. That's a part of being a disciple. It's not an option. Um, and so once you have instilled in them these core principles that we talked about in this episode today, uh, and they understand what it means to really follow Jesus, then it's time to be reconciled and specifically to be born again. And in John chapter three, verse three says, Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. You know, and we don't have time to dive specifically into what born again means and the context of that passage, but just to briefly describe it, it's you have to believe, you have to repent, and you have to be baptized. And that's the model that we see in the book of Acts um, and throughout the early church. And if you want to learn more about that and, and how baptism relates to spiritual rebirth, I go in detail into that in episode 136 of this podcast. So just go back about 30 episodes and listen to that episode and that should fill everything out for you. So just to recap, your goals for uh, step three of helping someone become a disciple, help them understand being a disciple means living for God and obeying his commands. Number two, they need to understand that they are being adopted into God's family. Number three, that they have their sins forgiven by being born again. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Check out the podcast Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash practical Christian podcast for exclusive perks and bonus content. And if this episode has helped you in some way, please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God, make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.